The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, it's 3.39. In uh, 40 minutes, the word of the day. Wow, look at the afternoon. It's just flying by. Good thing. It's been the longest week of my life. I, I don't oh, know. I know. The man cold makes it tough. Don't. I'm not. I'm just saying, but the man cold does make it tough, doesn't it? It does. It's tough when you're not sleeping well, you're exactly. stuffy, you're coughing. You just, I, I get what you're saying. I because every you. day is 24 hours long, right? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not getting... Eight hours of sleep. I'm getting three or four hours of sleep. So every day feels like painfully long. Uh, hey, speaking of painfully long days, we've got another example of uh, airlines behaving badly. We actually had one. Uh, yeah, we've also got an example of airlines behaving fantastically. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. Well, I would say that this is behaving badly okay. and making for a very long day. Well, let's start with yours because I, <laughs> yeah, you could have two different takes on this. It was uh, Icelandic Air, right? Yeah, so Icelandic Air um, on, on September 8th, they did an 11-hour live and interactive performance for passengers on a flight from London to New York. So just take a moment with that. Picture that. 11 hours. Now, the, the performance <laughs> actually started in the departure yes, area. Yes, at Heathrow. It continued on the flight. Yes. All the way through baggage. To JFK Airport. Yeah, yeah. So it was called Ahead of Time, and it starts uh, Iceland Air staff as well as actors from this London theater group. But they said that they hope that the program transformed wasted time while traveling into time well traveled. So they did this whole play. It's a publicity stunt. Yeah, it's the airline's 80th anniversary, all that sort of stuff. But it went all the way through it. It had a modern ballet at the boarding gate. Um, and then 1950 air hostesses, hippies. It was just a big act for 11. I'm like, yeah. stop it. It had to have the feel of an elementary school variety show. Uh, I guess what they did was they. it was sort of the history of the airline. And so there was one period after another, so that's why hippies or whatever, and and just a little bit about the airline and about who their passengers were at that time and who their crew were and, and that sort of thing, but I think probably a lot of people wanted to do work on the plane or sleep. Or sleep. Now, a tip of the hat, though, to the airline for, for trying something new and sure. trying to entertain and 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 bring their 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 um, customers into the fold and 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 doing more than just serving, you know, some stale pretzels and sure. and you know ice water. I get that, but I'm like, eleven hours. Come on. It does seem a little excessive, and of course, you had no choice but to. Uh, you have watch no. Because they were up and down the aisles. I mean, they were, honestly, they were performing as the flight went on. It made me think, when I read this story about, if there's some conference somewhere, if there's some major meeting somewhere where all the airlines uh, get together and discuss innovative ways to do, Mm -hmm. you know, entertainment or travel, and they were to send that invitation to WestJet. I bet you WestJet would be like, uh, yeah, we're WestJet. So <laughs> Have we're you seen good. our videos? Yeah, okay. we're good. Have you seen our videos? Have you seen our massive roulette wheel as people are flying to Vegas? I mean, I think WestJet, honestly, whether you like them, don't like them, whatever, they nail it time and time again. Um, this, this, I, I don't know, an 11-hour flight, that's a long experience, so it would be nice to have it have something to break mm-hmm. it up, but 11 hours? Yeah, I mean, maybe a, a little bit here and a little bit there, but 11 hours, oh my gosh. I mean, if they put on some presentation at the departure lounge, mm-hmm. that would be fabulous. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know what the longest flight you've ever been on, Chedville, 16. has been. 16 is yours. Yeah. The longest for me was 
2009, I think it was coming by, it was um, Heathrow back to Edmonton all the way through. I think it was yeah. about nine and a bit. After about six hours, I was get I was getting snaky. Oh, it's crazy. So it's like, just give me a break. Yeah, see, and that's I thought about that because I thought, well, on that flight, because uh, that question went through my mind. Well, what's the longest flight I've ever been on? And I thought, well, what if there had been entertainment the whole time? But as I recall, what I did was I didn't sleep the night before on purpose and then went immediately to sleep. Like, mm-hmm. if you could knock off four or five hours Oh, it's the best flight, way to fly. Yeah. And, I mean, they you know there's entertainment and you wait for the next meal. And on a flight like that, you get fed more than once, uh-huh. which is pretty cool, too. But, yeah, 11 hours of... I don't really like live theater that much to begin with. And, thankfully, there was no, you know, comedy portion to it, I don't think. <laughs> because that, for whatever reason, is my nightmare. My nightmare is that at some point, somebody asks me to get up and entertain on a plane. Well, they're not going to. They don't know who you are. Sure. But that's, it's just one of those, everyone has a nightmare. Oh, okay. I see. That's an actual nightmare (laughs) that I have. Like I have this dream (laughs) and it's repetitive. Like I I have it more than once where I'm on an airline and they're like, hey, we've got a comedian on board. And they hand me that stupid little, yeah, you know, and I, and people start booing me. It's just, I don't know why. Weird. But can you can you imagine though? Can you imagine being trapped on an airplane with a bad comedian at the at the microphone? No, I can't because I have. But I'm just wondering how you know the actors have been there from a theater and all that. Well, can you get up and go to the washroom? I mean, you got to pass right through the play. Do that, but does it interfere with the drink card? I mean, there's a lot of considerations here. (laughs) Eleven hours. Oh, now we're going to do an interpretive dance. No, I'd like a rum and coke. Is what I'd like. (laughs) Interpret that. Quiet. Yeah. Exactly. What was that? The teachers do, and they, they, the, the hand yeah. snaps. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So now we got this Air Canada situation. Now, we had an Air Canada situation last week that we never got to. Um, that was for the uh, mother. It was a mother again. Yeah. And I'm just trying to remember what that one car was seat. about. The oh, car yeah, seat. The car she seat. had a she had a, a, a recommended and approved car seat to have her right. kid in to take uh, off and out uh, to land and and yeah. Um, so she take bought off. a seat, yeah, like she specifically bought passage on on the plane mm-hmm. for the child and had bought the approved car yeah. seat to put in that seat. And the flight attendant would not allow her to do no, it. No, so you had to was, hold her. You have to hold her because that's the safest way to go. Uh-huh. Um, but it turns out that that's simply not, really not true. Transport Canada has outlined the guidelines on its website. While children who have not yet turned two may be held in their parents' arms during mm-hmm. a flight, it's highly recommended that an approved child restraint system or car seat be used during all mm-hmm. stages of the flight. So that's what it says. Yeah. So it was a flight attendant who didn't know... The rules, the and then made and said, rules. "We're not going to take. We're not going to take off. We're not nothing. Just forget about. It. You have to do." Which this. is probably the worst part of this story is that, and I've seen these sort of situations yeah. before, not specifically with a child, but where a flight attendant loudly announces that everybody's going to be yeah. delayed and uh, delayed until you do this. Yeah. And uh, you know, traveling with a child is so stressful mm-hmm. to begin with that to have all the attention of the plane. Now, Air Canada takes these things seriously, so they're looking into that one. Um, but now they have another. But you know what the, the thing is about that too is. You know, kids under two, you can they can fly for free if they're on yeah. their laps. Yes. If you get the chair, you have to buy a seat, you so you're paying the, 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 the right. fare as well. So on top of it, she's paid the fare. That's right. Whatever it is, the five hundred, six hundred, seven, eight hundred dollars fare. Yeah. I know. I, I would just, but you have no choice, right? Because you, the flight attendants yeah. have all authority yeah. once on a flight for good reason. She she held the baby. She she gave in and yeah. held the baby on takeoff, and then he pressed it on uh, on landing and said, "Yeah, we're just going to keep flying around until you put that 
Get right, and she basically brought it to the attention of the public because she wanted to make sure that the airline told its staff what the actual well. rule was, right? So it wasn't for compensation or any other reason. Uh, now, Air Canada's got another mother who's upset, mm. and this one, a Saskatoon mom, she was flying to San Francisco. So in a nutshell, this is what happened. You know, and, when, and I've never done it because we didn't travel with the kids when they were younger, but you get to the uh, door of the plane when you're departing, and you're, you can check the uh, car seat or the stroller or whatever, same as you can check really anything mm-hmm. uh, right then. And they will take it down, they put it in a, a hold, and then it, it comes back up again. So uh, sometimes when uh, you know, you're waiting to get off a plane <clears throat> and the door's open and you're wondering why they haven't moved yet, it's typically because they're waiting for yeah. those items to be brought up so that people can pick them up on the way by. Um, but this mom checked a stroller and uh, flew down to San Francisco, flying with Air Canada. And when she got there, um, the stroller wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So she asked where her stroller was and eventually was told, well, it's, it's up. you go up the ramp, it'll be by the ticketing agent, which or the gate agent, which really makes no sense, but that's what she's telling you. Um, so up she went and it's not there. So then she asks for assistance in finding the stroller, and she's told by Air Canada, who are probably, by the way, contractors, because if this was in San mm-hmm. Francisco, they're not necessarily Air Canada employees that have been sent down to San Francisco. I know a lot of airlines contract that. They just switch jackets and work a gate. Uh, but they were whoever was working the gate said, yeah, we'll find out for you. But they didn't phone or radio anybody. So she she rolled their eyes and walked yeah, away. Yeah, according to her, uh, you know, they didn't seem to treat her with much respect. At which point she needed to take the child to the bathroom to change because the child had soiled itself and had some time earlier. And at that point she was told that she wouldn't get any help if she left the gate. So she waited there for quite some time, eventually had to go. Uh, When she came back she was told it would be in the baggage area. So now, what, two hours later, Mm -hmm. she goes down to the baggage area, guess what, not there. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of people passing the problem on to the next person. And she never did get her stroller. So. Uh, when she complained to Air Canada, she got an offer of a discount on the next flight that she booked, which, can I just tell all customers, all uh, sorry, all businesses out there, stop doing that. Like, if I'm at a restaurant and I say, this meal was horrific, don't offer me 50% off on my next meal. Uh, comp that meal, mm-hmm. because I'm not coming back. Mm-hmm. The meal was horrific. And, and in a case like this, why would I rush to book with you yeah. again when my experience with you was horrible? And, you know, there's a there's another part to the story as well. So the little girl has cerebral palsy. That's right. And she was being taken down to San Francisco for, for specialized treatment. And it costs a lot, costs a lot of money. $10,000. For the treatment. Yep. And uh, three hours later, they get out of, the, out of the airport. The treatment session doesn't go well. Kid's tired. Yep. You name it. Um, she actually needs... Um, she... she relies on the charity of others yeah, to even to make this trip this. possible, yeah. right? And so she does everything yeah. the cheapest possible way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm glad you brought up that aspect of the story. The reason I didn't is because that just makes it even worse. Yes, absolutely. Right? Because even without that aspect of it, that's really mm-hmm. bad. And again, Air Canada is saying that, no, we're going to look into it. We're going to contact the passenger. We're going to make it right. Which is great, but I wish all companies, and, and Air Canada is not the only one, I wish all companies would make it right the first time. Don't wait for it to become a public story or a viral and guess what? video. It's going to. It's going to. You see that text from uh, Bill? I did. 
Interesting because a very similar situation. Bill says, my daughter recently flew back from Windsor, Ontario on WestJet, and WestJet lost my granddaughter's infant seat. Uh, WestJet, with no hesitation, gave my daughter a brand new infant seat, uh, seat so she could continue on and get home and then had the original car seat forwarded to her when they got to Edmonton. Uh, WestJet also told her to keep the new car seat. That is uh, customer service, something maybe Air Canada needs to learn. Um, you know, there's different circumstances with different airlines all the time, but it reminded me that that was one of her other, this woman we're talking about from Saskatoon that went to San Francisco, when they lost her uh, stroller, she said, well, can you replace it with mm-hmm. something, even temporarily, and uh, was told no. So that's another, you know, you have to acknowledge that you've got a customer who's very unhappy here, but you also have to acknowledge as one human to another that uh, she now has to carry a 35-pound child with a backpack and a diaper bag mm-hmm. and her luggage. And yeah. as one human to another, yeah. whether you work for an airline or not, mm-hmm. help the poor woman yeah. out. And, and and again, not to belabor the point, it was a special needs child right. as well. exactly. Um, that is trying to get somewhere for her treatment. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> Uh, you know what? Great customer service when it happens. It's awesome. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think we've all been lucky to see it on, on some occasions. Uh, other times, it's the bad customer service. And unfortunately, it's the bad stuff that we always remember. For sure. I have to add, somebody just texted say Air Canada has the same policy. So, and I'm sure that they do. This was probably a unique situation. As I say, it was probably as a result of contractors down in San Francisco, because I've been told by those in the industry, in the airline industry, that at, you know, even the Dominican or down in Mexico or their locals that put on the mm-hmm, jacket of whatever mm-hmm. airline for the hour to board you, and then that's it. They work for another airline. And so maybe they weren't invested in customer service as they should be, but that's still something Air Canada should be aware of. <laughs> If it's your job and your job is customer service, you should be invested in customer service. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.